welcome everybody to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Okay, hi everybody. Welcome to the inaugural podcast called Keeping It Teal. This is uh, the podcast from LaFasa, Louisiana Foundation Against Sexual Assault. And this is going to be a podcast where we are very, you're going to find out who we are, what we do, and it's just going to be very lighthearted, uh, but on a serious matter. We're talking about a serious subject. Um, I'm Kelly Knight. And I'm the outreach coordinator. What I do is I make sure people know that we have 11 crisis centers throughout the state of Louisiana. I make sure that people have the right information. Survivors have the right information that they need to seek services. And I get to do fun things like podcasts and website designs and design brochures and things like that to so that people can automatically see us and, and we're represented well. And now I'm going to turn it over to Jesse. Hi, my name is Jesse Neablis. I'm the Director of Education and Prevention here at LaFasa. And in my role, I work with local centers as well as conduct uh, my own statewide prevention efforts. Um, and it's all towards the goal of ultimately ending sexual violence. And here at LaFasa, we do believe that that world is possible, a world free of all the different kinds of um, sexual violence. And we do that by teaching people skills, um, by creating community change, by working to end injustice um, across all kinds of identities and intersections, and um, by building coalitions among um, diverse community members. And so I really get to work towards creating that world, um, which is really exciting. Hello everyone, my name is Joseph Canaria. I'm the Campus Sexual Assault Project Coordinator here at La Fossa. Um, what I do is I go around the state of Louisiana and I work with colleges and universities and with their staff and faculty administrators who work with students, um, who, any relation to the, the issue of sexual violence on their campus. So I work with them to make sure that their skills and their knowledge and everything in regards to um, Title IX, Cleary, any state or federal laws, um, they're well knowledgeable, so then they best know how to serve student survivors on their campus. Um, and I also work with student groups and other folks who are really interested in really changing campus cultures to really make sure that their communities are free from threat of sexual violence. All right, I am Brittany Hunt. I'm the Justice Systems Coordinator here at La Fossa. So my job is to really focus on the direct response to survivors. So that means I work with anyone who might encounter a survivor, whether they are reporting to law enforcement, navigating the criminal justice system, working with an advocate or counselor, showing up at a hospital. So kind of making sure that all of those different responders are working together and that the systems that were created to respond to survivors are working the best they can. So I myself am a licensed social worker, so always coming at things from that 
victim-centered approach, um, really trying to be trauma-informed in everything that we do and to make sure that any professional in the state of Louisiana who may encounter a survivor feels like they have the tools to do that and feels like they have a team around them who wants to work together for the best outcomes for that survivor. Okay, and I'm uh, Rafael DeCastro. I'm the executive director here at La Fossa. Um, I, um, I guess my job is to, to manage the staff here, um, to work with the board of directors. Um, we, we're, I think we're up to 12 staff members now, uh, actually 11, not counting myself, uh, four of which are going to be part of today's podcast. Um, really, it's just my job besides writing grants and making sure that we have money for the agency uh, to move forward, but just to try and be um, uh, just one of the individuals in this organization that tries to make sure that everybody's uh, pulling in the same direction, that we're staying focused to our mission, um, that we're staying focused to um, do the work and complete the work that we've promised to our funders um, to make sure that we're doing the best job that we possibly can um, to end sexual violence in Louisiana. So I've always said I'm blessed. I have a, an amazing job and I get to work with amazing people that are very passionate um, with uh, what they do every single day. And um, that makes my job very easy. All right. Well, so you've met pretty much half of La Fossa. We have uh, so many other great people that work with us that you'll be hearing from in the coming podcasts, but we won't spoil the surprise. If you're interested, you can go to lafasa.org, L-A-F-A-S-A.org, and you can see everybody on our page and you can meet people that way. But in the coming podcasts that we plan, you'll hear from, we have two attorneys and we have a counselor in uh, certain parishes of the state. We have our technical uh, coordinator, and we have our Priya liaison, and uh, well, one of the people this is Raphael, one of the people you won't see on our podcast, it's not really one of the people, but one of the employees that happens to be, I think, one of my favorite employees, his name is Bruce. Um, <laughs> and Bruce will not he be, might be featured on the podcast, yeah, <laughs> be featured on the podcast, maybe. I think uh, he needs to be a guest. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce is a dog. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if he'll have much substantive uh, information to add, but he's a very valued member of the team. He's he's one of our the favorite people. At the <laughs> favorite people. Air quotes. <laughs> I had to. I couldn't leave Bruce out. I'm sorry. Uh, and what about Zeus? <laughs> Zeus is a little. Chris Bott, he's, he's not part of it. He's not a team player, so we're not going to put him on the team. Some, <laughs> somehow we ended up with uh, two LaFossa members being Bruce and Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael's dog and Brittany's dog. But we were going to do our first podcast in April uh, for Sexual Assault Awareness Month. But then we had inclement weather, which closed down most of the state. And the day that we had planned, it was just not a good day. It was not a safe day to be on the road. So we postponed it. But we're still going to go ahead and uh, use the I Ask theme that was associated with this April's Sexual Assault Aware Month. And we're just going to talk about what that means to us and how we can uh, give ideas for, uh, you know, for you to to interpret, I ask, uh, as a general public, 
So I don't know who wants to, who has an, any thoughts? Yeah, I was really excited to see that the theme of Sexual Assault Awareness Month nationwide is I ask, because I do feel like oftentimes our work is very focused on the kind of harmful sides of sexuality, focusing on sexual assault in situations that are non-consensual, which is really, really important. That is what our work is about. But when we're doing that work, we can't forget about what positive, healthy sexuality looks like and what consensual sex is. So I was excited that we kind of, in this work that can, to an outsider, kind of seem very sad um, and just to be, you know, kind of entirely talking about kind of the worst things in the world that actually the work we do can be really positive. And it is focused on kind of going back to what Jesse says, envisioning this world um, that we want to see and that we know we can achieve if we all do focus on what good healthy sex can look like. And I think an important component of I ask is, you know, looking at healthy sexuality, but it's also looking at more mundane day-to-day things that we all do um, and in particularly in particular having conversations with children and around how we relate to children and making sure that uh, you know that they know that their bodies are their own and they nobody is entitled to a hug or a kiss from a child and so it really does open up conversations um, with people who are too young to learn about sexual violence or um, to be having sex but can really um, take ownership of their bodies. And the I ask theme is really about empowering the people around you and making sure that you have consent in everyday interactions as well as during sex. And Jesse, I think you know that, you know, one of the one of the sad parts of our of what we do is the the little bit of money that goes towards prevention and, mm-hmm. and how important prevention is. And you know the fact that the theme of sexual assault awareness month is teaching healthy relationships and teaching the importance of consent and teaching the importance of, of um, you know, what, what that's supposed to look like, like Brittany said, and like you said earlier, um, whenever we can focus on that primary prevention, whenever we can focus on um, teaching young boys, um, you know, not to uh, commit sexual assault, I think that's always a positive thing. So I was excited about it myself. Right. And it kind of redirects, uh, a mindset also for prevention. A lot of times people think prevention is self-defense or, you know, carrying your mace in your hand or something like that. Or saying no in the exact right way. Exactly. You know, right. You know. But it's yeah. prevention is, is a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. And it's changing that mindset and making people look at it in a different light. And so that's what I liked about when I saw the I ask thing. Yeah. And I like going off of that theme that, I ask isn't just about in those sexual moments, but it really is about advocating for yourself in kind of all aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. So being able to feel like you can say no and also feel like you can say yes when it comes to, you know, other, other parts of relationships, when it comes to relationships with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers. Um, I think that's really, really important. And when we talk about rape culture, we all know we're not just talking about rape we're talking about kind of all of those little pieces that come together that creates a world where people feel like they can't say no where people feel like they can't ask um because we're all socialized with some pretty harmful stuff um especially women around asking for what you want um so i think you know it's yeah it's not just about sex it's about 
asking for other things that you need in a relationship. Hey, Joseph, how did that incorporate with the, uh, I, I don't know, you know, I, I said no questions, but um, <laughs> just when it comes to the college campuses and how important that is in that environment, we know that um, if, if anyone, I highly recommend, by the way, for all you listeners, um, I think it's the hunting grounds. Is that what it's, is it plural hunting grounds? No, just no, no S. Okay, hunting yeah. ground. Mm -hmm. It's on Netflix. Um, mm -hmm. It talks about um, the incidents of sexual assault on campuses throughout this country. And I guess Joseph, I you know I don't know. I'm just thinking. I haven't asked you this question, but how did you see that movement um, as far as sexual assault awareness month in campuses go? Where we know that you know that's so important. Yeah, um, I don't think a lot of schools actually adopted the national theme of I Ask. I think a lot of folks kind of did their own their own thing. A lot of them focused mainly on Denim Day. I think a lot of folks um, have their own consent campaigns um, or their, their We're Committed campaigns, which came from It's On Us, which was like a big White House initiative from um, 2014, 2011. But I think with, I'm going to be completely honest, I think when this, when this theme was first released by NSPRC, it was kind of very lackluster to me. Um, I think that kind of building on like, from the momentum of our movement coming out from Be Brett Kavanaugh and Me Too and everything like that, I was thinking, I was expecting something more with more. I don't know what that was, is, but I think that I ask, I think it was absolutely very important, something because education is something you absolutely need to do. But from where we were at culturally, where we are culturally, from everything going on with our politics, something like that. I think it was a really interesting pivot and I think it's an interesting choice and it wasn't necessarily what I expected um, from what MSVRC released. I, yeah, I, I don't know what it was, what I was going to expect, but something a little bit more radical and yeah. really more like, right. we're all fed more, up with this. Like, more, uh, more, uh, more gusto, power more and gusto power. behind yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. That is what you do with it. Like I do right. think we can take this theme, Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, and totally do more than like I mean, I mean, we're sure like I ask, like I ask you to contact your legend, like you know, really yeah. doing. I ask you to you know really get your voice heard. I ask, like yeah, definitely, obviously, always ask for reach anything sexually, but really going above and beyond that as well. I think it was interesting from where we're at um, with everything going on. That, that was a theme. I think that that's always a danger when you have um, an open-ended and potentially ambiguous message right. yeah. is that some people could take I ask and turn it into something very radical yeah. um, and that's where I came from but you're right I think sometimes uh, it can be seen as innocuous yes right, right. exactly I think that's how, how you initially kind of perceived that when the theme was released it's very sanitized very sanitized very innocuous and you know, just like well okay do you think it was a purposeful step back I mean you think maybe Perhaps. I mean, obviously, I think, you know, where they're at, where, where, where they're at, like, I'm sure they're funded by OBW, you know, like, you know, we have to also take all those things to account as well. Um, they can't necessarily just be like, screw Judge Kavanaugh. Like, <laughs> that's the theme. Oh, yeah. So, um, and those, sorry, I'm very fancy. <laughs> With my talking. <laughs> <laughs> But anywho, back to Raphael's initial question um, in terms of campuses. Um, honestly, they just did their own thing. I don't, I don't think really many really incorporated. I asked too much into their their SAM events this past month, um, which was fine. I think I was also really impressed by how many events our schools actually did 
though, as well. I think in past years, like, I just got back from like, around the regional meetings, and everyone did so many things this past month. And it's been, I think it's really awesome that there's been, like, a measured growth from me being in this position for three years and, like, how they were at April 2016 and their Sam to today. It's mm -hmm. definitely gotten better. I think if anyone's going to take the themes that we talk about and make them deeper and make them bigger and more impactful, it's going to be college students. Yes. They're the ones who are yeah. kind of pushing all of this so yeah and it sounds like they're having their own creative ideas mm -hmm. and also taking their campus's unique culture into account mm -hmm. um and you know we we want to make sure that everybody is is saying correct messages but they don't and and has some unified things and i think that your regional meetings where you bring together uh administration and students from these campuses um, to all talk and collaborate, but then each school can go ahead and have their unique spin yeah. on sexual violence prevention and awareness. Absolutely. I think each region is, I think, comparing it from, say, like the New Orleans meetings and how, what they want to focus on to like the Northeast Louisiana, Northwest Louisiana, and kind of, because you know when new orleans you have really funded well-funded private schools with who have initiatives that they have like 10 staff people dedicated to addressing sexual violence to a small school up in Shreveport that finally just has a title nine coordinator like and right. so i mean it's really hard but i think it's really still um culturally it, it makes sense really from where everyone's at and what their access to things are and like that. i mean it makes sense because you look at it's almost been like a student-led revolution on these campuses to take their to safety back of campuses mm -hmm. because I mean I know when I took this job in 2016 um, it wasn't as prevalent really known in the public of just how uh, toxic of an environment um, those college campuses were and mm -hmm. as we've done more climate surveys and we find out more information and you know I think with with a lot of the bad things that are said about Louisiana I know our experiences with the uh, border regions and the experience with LSU and a lot of Title IX coordinators. I think the movement definitely has been in, in the positive direction. And um, you know, as, as long as you have uh, administrations on those campuses that are willing to, um, how can I say, admit the problems and, and allow people to try and fix it, I think we're moving in a positive direction. So um, I, I love the fact that that you're as busy as you are because that means that. Um, what you're doing is working and um, that, you know, the students are taking back their campuses. Yeah. And it's a little cheesy, but going back to the I ask theme, I think part of it is the universities being willing to ask their students about the students' experiences. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing, you know, some schools being very open about asking students if they feel safe on campus, asking students if they have um, experienced sexual violence, and then being able to take that information, even if it is, high statistics and being able to mobilize mm -hmm. the results that they get into additional funding and additional programming. We have some schools that are more closed off mm -hmm. and scared to even ask questions of the people most affected. And those are the schools that are um, that are more unsafe. Yeah. You know, as a result. So yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I, I ask, we can take to an institutional level. You can't hurry ahead and say, they're going to have to figure it out sooner or later. They're either going to have to meet the problem or you know, it's going to get out of control. Yeah. 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 So. so that's my cheesy yeah. metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Look, Jesse like always yeah. brings it back on point. <laughs> <laughs> that was my job. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do a very good job. I don't do a very good job. <laughs>
Oh. Well, this has been a great first podcast, and we hope that you are more interested and in, in you start to follow us and you anticipate other podcasts to come. We hope to have guests. Uh, you might hear maybe Brittany one day just hosting hosting her own podcast with uh, with somebody from you know, a SART team or something, uh, you never know. But uh, if you want more information, definitely check us out at lafasa.org. And you can always email us or hit us up with any Just keep it on Just Ask. I'm doing my job as director. Um, is, you know, Kelly, I'm sure she'll give you your email, her email address in just a second. But um, this is this is a LaFasa sponsored podcast, but it is your podcast. So uh, anybody who has anything that they would like for us to discuss, um, if you have any ideas, if you have any topics that you would love to hear more about, uh, please email them to us. Um, besides the fact that we're going to be starving for content and looking for things to talk about, <laughs> uh, we want to make sure that we're meeting your needs and we're answering the questions that you have. So we ask that you please email us with any suggestions for topics. That's right. And you can email me at K-E-L-L-I at LaFossa.org. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Have a great day.